0: to the MasterPod season two. My name is Laura and I'm pleased to be back with another episode of the MasterPots where we talk to sustainability professionals. I met today's guest Joanna a couple years ago when we both interned at the same consultancy. After that, I decided to go back to school to get my master's degree. And Joanna decided together with a couple of friends to start her own sustainability consulting firm. I am excited to have her on the show to talk about sustainable thinking. Hi Joanna, welcome to the
1: MasterPods. How are you doing? Hey Laura, thanks. I'm doing very well. Um, I'm very excited to be here today. Thanks for the invitation.
0: I am very glad to ha- to have you here on, on the show. And um, maybe to just give our listeners a brief overview over who you are. Can you tell us a couple of um, things
1: about you? Yes, sure. Um, maybe to start from the from the. Very basics. My name is Joanna. I'm 29 years old, um, born and raised in Germany, a city very close to Frankfurt. Um, I have I have studied. I have a bachelor's degree in civil engineering, and I always call this this was my, my former life, because then I started to um, to go the sustain, sustainability path. And um, I started a master's in risk assessment and sustainability management. And this is also um, where my passion, so to say is, and where I've started my, my own business after this um, master's. And this is, yeah, our consultancy firm, sustainable thinking.
0: I still remember very vividly when we worked together that I asked you about your master's. And back then, you know, I barely had anything to do with sustainability, so I didn't quite understand what you were doing. And then when I started my master's, I was like, okay, this is what she was talking about. <laughs> it made so much more sense. Um, when, when you were younger, did you see yourself, um, st- you know, starting your own company? Um.
1: Not at all, <laughs> definitely not um i had i I've never had the dream to be to be self employed. Um, I found this sustainability passion very late, I would say, so in my or well, what, what means late in my twenties <laughs> when I was twenty three uh, and and ended my bachelor's, but um ever since I was kind of afraid to step into this working life. Um, because my mom always complained about work, and I had a very bad image of work. So my dream was, please, i don't I, I don't ever want to have this feeling of of going to work, of being to uh, of being urged by someone to 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 do things and follow rules of others and uh, f- especially doing things that don't make any sense to me. So maybe now in the end or now when we reflect my path, this idea of being self-employed was not very far from the idea I had when I was younger. But um, yeah, it just it just happened.
0: (laughs) I can very much relate to that. You mentioned that you were in your 20s when you kind of when your passion for sustainability grew. Was there some sort of a turning point that made you think more about, you know,
1: the future of our planet? Um. I don't really m- remember a turning point. It's uh, yeah, it was a d- development. Um, I, I think it's also like like a self development. Yes, of course, I started thinking more about what happens um, around me. I think it this this turning point or this moment came in my in my bachelor's actually in civil engineering. Um, I was working in a construction side. And I, I saw um, how houses were built, big complex uh, objects. And I was always missing this sustainability aspect in, in this um, kind of work. And even though I was kind of kind of shaping environments with buildings, I didn't really have the feeling that I really shaped something. I really shaped, shaped good things or I had the opportunity to mm-hmm. make, to make decisions that make the environment better, nicer, greener, whatever. <laughs> I was looking for, yeah. for the opportunity to really on a, on maybe on a strategic level, change things. And this is what brought me actually to sustainability and to do things good and to do things right.
0: Now, we we mentioned the word sustainability quite a couple of times. Um, What is your definition of this
1: word? Um, uh, This is a very difficult and complex question. Um, I totally go with the Brundtland definition. So, um, Mm. the development that meets the needs of of the present um, without compromising the needs of, um, of the future. Very short. But for me, sustainability is also a mindset and also a lifestyle because acting sustainab- sustainably requires, of course, the ability to see yourself in a, in a system with dependencies from environment and from, from society or other humans. It also requires um, the ability to estimate long-term impacts of your decisions, mm-hmm. of your actions, and of course, the belief or the knowledge that you would not want to destroy your own uh, livelihood and your the basis mm-hmm. of your existence. So um, yeah, in, in business context, sustainability means um, for me managing the effect on on the environment of your business activities and also and also on on society and turning it into a, a positive effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, resource efficiency, new business models, um, yeah, all these things, and not something that you have to do
0: because you have to do it. You mentioned that both you have to be sustainable, both in your personal life and also in the business. Do you do you think it is important to incorporate sustainability in your life?
1: Yes, I of course I think this is very important because we all have our our role as. Of course, as professionals, our our business life, so to say, but we also uh, we all are consumers and um, also have to take this role responsibly. And uh, I think it's very important to mm-hmm. be aware of the power you have as a consumer, and also as an as an individual, and that you overthink your um, decisions, your consumer behaving, uh, shopping patterns, eating ha- habits, um, and all all these things. Um, So yes, I think it's very important to incorporate into your personal life I also
0: think it's important, especially because it makes you think about what else needs to be done. But I also think that it needs to be done on a more um, higher level as well, because, you know, not everyone has the possibility to think about what they want to buy or where they want to shop. And that kind of leads to my, my next question, like on a policy level or on a, on a general level, um, what do you think needs to be done to solve the climate crisis? Mm
1: hmm. Yeah, what what needs to be done to solve the climate crisis? Um, I think we're already on the right path. Still, we have to be um, more serious about it. We have politics and politics need to set the right ambitions. So incentivize being sustainable. Um, and of course they need to be the change um, themselves. So they have to be good role model. Um, on the other hand, I think to solve this climate crisis, we need sustainability and climate management to be a top priority in business, in in every uh, corporate business strategy. So it needs this this topic needs attention from managers, from decision makers, and also from investors. You sound
0: pretty positive. Do you think we're going to make it to one point five degrees?
1: <laughs> I always try to be very positive and optimistic. Um, I don't want to say. <laughs> I don't want to say no, um, <laughs> I think we can, we can, of course, we, we can make it to the 1.5. Um, it's a long way. It's a very long way to go. We um, have to, to uh, convince a lot of people of going the sustainable path. But what I see in our business context is that more and more people take this topic seriously and, um, that sustainability is not anymore the, the, the communication topic. So, the nice mm-hmm. to have in businesses, um, it kind of finds its way into the core business. Um, what I'm kind of af- afraid of is that this um, transition takes too long. But I'm, I'm pretty sure we're on the way right now, but I hope it doesn't take too long <laughs> until everyone gets the point of it all.
0: I mean, you have to be positive or at least an optimist because otherwise it's doomed and then you don't do anything. Mm-hmm. So um, last question to kind of get a good gist on your personal understanding of sustainability. Do you have a favorite resource that you turn to for informing yourself about sustainability?
1: My 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 favorite resource is uh, LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. <a> surprise. <laughs> um, no, I use LinkedIn a lot because I follow people um, or I have people in my network that seem to get the, the first hand sustainability information. Um, but I also su- subscribe to, to newsletters where I think they um, provide me with, the, with good information in the fields um, I'm, I have my focus on. So for example, um, Ellen MacArthur Foundation, mm. they always um, have, have uh, very good information regarding circular economy, of course. Um, and then there's a, a newsletter, a German newsletter from, um, it's called Forum CSR. Um, they always have very mm-hmm. good sustainability information or at least the, the the headlines. This is what I'm looking for. And then I research myself. The, the TCFD, the Task Force on Climate-Related Financial Disclosures. This is mm-hmm. an organization which is, uh, has his, its focus very much on the sustainable finance issue. And I also follow them and follow their um their publications, yeah, there are a lot of uh, newsletters and um resource resources or favorite resources, also the go blue um newsletter yeah. um yeah, this is where I get most of my information from i would say, but LinkedIn is definitely the first <laughs> the first um the first thing I also do in the morning, just check LinkedIn, see um, if there are any news. And then I follow the the sources they, they um, post.
0: I can very much relate to that. I deleted my Facebook and Instagram. And since then, I just feel like all the time I spent on these platforms, I now spend on LinkedIn and try to convince myself that I'm being productive. <laughs> <laughs> it's work. <laughs> All right. So we've been talking a lot about uh, sustainability. And now we, of course, want to know a lot more about your consultancy, uh, Sustainable Thinking. And we've introduced a new question to our question catalog. And and I'm excited for your answer because how would you explain your job to, um, we said my grandma, because we didn't quite know if people actually still have grandparents, but I also don't have grandparents. So you can just say to you know, the grandparents of the world. How would you explain your job to the grandparents? <laughs>
1: um, it's hard, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's explaining your job to children as well. Yeah, it's, 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 it's very hard. I have, to, I have to take one more minute <laughs> to think about it. Um, what would I say? Okay, I would say... Grandma, (laughs) (laughs) I always wanted to tell you what I'm actually doing at work. We are are a team of uh, three women, and um, we are ready to to change the world into a sustainable world. It's our mission to, to bring dynamic into this transition because, you know, Grandma, we don't have a lot of time to save our world and to turn to sustainable business activities and uh, this is why we, we as a team accelerate this uh, transition and um, it's, it's not very easy to do this. We do a lot of convincing work and try not to be frustrated by people that don't or they do not yet understand our way of thinking. And We do this in in three fields. We have supply chain management. This is uh, how do I build a sustainable and a resilient supply chain. We have the field circular economy, how to innovate new business models for a circular economy. And we have the field climate management. And climate management is the field where I put most of my focus on energy in. It's about making companies aware of the, of the uh, manifold climate risks in their business models, encouraging, encouraging them to act, um, to act now and to manage the risks. And also, most important, to help them see the billion of opportunities arising once you, um, you strategically manage your, your climate themes. And this is, um, our mission to make to shape a sustainable future.
0: Yeah, do you know these um, grandmas for future that uh, join the Fridays for Future demonstrations? <laughs> yeah. I think your grandma would definitely join after that, oh, after that explanation. You. I would love
1: that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, that that sounds really great, and I'm also very happy that you take on the business sector. And now that I'm working in like a, in in the workforce, I can see how hard it is to to incorporate sustainability really everywhere. So, what are your day to day tasks to
1: make that happen? My my day to day tasks. Um, this is a this is also again a very difficult question, because we don't really have routines, uh, or I don't really have routines in my um in my day to day work but um what we do to yeah to to follow our mission is always to keep this to have an opportunity to to step back from our usual work and think about what we really need to do to to achieve our mission and this is something we call the check in in the morning so we restructure st- we ourselves we talk about uh, things we um we uh, reflect what has happened in the week or in the day before um, just to, 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 be, um, to have the energy to um, yeah, create new business ideas for our clients. So this is one thing I do every day. Then the other thing is, of course, uh, checking LinkedIn, see what's new. Um, one once in the in the day, I'm I'm done with the usual work, the routine, so to say. So the check in, checking LinkedIn, and so on. Um, I start working for for the clients. We work out strategies. So for example, sustainability strategies. Um, we uh, often create um, presentations presentations where the clients can really position the topic sustainability in their company and convince the people in their company of the topic so this is um, this is what directly uh, what what has a direct connection to our, to our mission I would say and then of course there's a lot of uh, conceptual work so um, designing new new products that help our clients to Um, in the end become more sustainable or to focus on on the right sustainability topics for example products for for climate management um, that makes um, this topic more easy for for them to for them to manage
0: you mentioned before that that it's quite hard to convince people of uh, the importance of sustainability would you see that as like the main challenge that you face as a
1: sustainability consultant Yes, I think this is one of the main challenges uh, of sustainability consultants, or at least for us, um, that the topic is just not on the on the top priority, or it is even um, deprioritized now um, because of COVID. Um, some companies say, "Okay, this is really not our first priority." Well, we actually wanna wanna uh, scream, "Yes, it it should be, even now," or just because of this crisis it should be um your your priority one of course we can understand the we can we can also understand their challenges and we don't force them to put it back on the agenda i mean we couldn't but yes this is this is also one of of our um main challenges that people are not really aware of the risks and also not of the opportunities this topic encounters this is the, the convincing work we have to do day to day. And also um, another challenge is the the long-term thinking or the short-term thinking, because what we need in, for sustainability is a very long-term thinking. And we see that this is not at all established in, in businesses. When we talk about long-term, um, what we mean is 20 to 30 years, what our clients mean is uh, five to 10 years. And uh, this is a very, this is a huge um, problem. They're also, there are often a lot of communication issues or communication problems. Um, And we have to find a language um, between our customers and us between the sustainable sustainability world and the business world um, to to position our topics on, on, the, on the first level of decision-makers, so to say, on the management level. Where it should be. Where it should yeah. be, yeah. Oh. You
0: founded the company together with a couple of friends. How, how is it working together?
1: Where, working, of fr- working with friends is, is fun and it's also tough. Um, you have to uh, separate, kind of separate, personal things and business things and uh, in the beginning, it took us quite a long time to find our path or to find our balance between these things. And um, we, we founded our consultancy directly after our studies. So, of course, we all made experiences in business before, but uh, we kind of, or well, we do develop together into our professional career it's it's sometimes it's easier because you know you're in this um, very comfortable surrounding your friends friends are always around you can discuss every topic but uh, of course sometimes you also have to keep this focus and be professional um yeah
0: i i guess it has a, it's ups and downs but for me it just sounds like uh like a really nice job to have to be working on like sustainability topics together with people that you really like and and value as well um is there has there has there been a particular project that you found most memorable
1: um, Yes, of course. The project that uh, directly comes into my mind is a project we had last year. It was with a um, company in energy industry, and we developed a scheme for uh, conducting a scenario analysis in the field of um, climate risks. So the client wanted to look into the future to assess climate risks and also incorporate them into their own risk assessment. And it's uh, memorable because this client is a. It's is. Um, I would say it's a large, but it's not a a huge corporate. So they are very mature in their field and uh, they think very long-term. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is uh, what I think is very impressive. And of course, I, I found this um, a very exciting project for me because I have learned a lot myself about climate risks, about the yeah. these analysis um, and all these topics.
0: Do you have any upcoming projects that you're excited about? Like in, in the similar field or a different one?
1: Um, yes, it's a similar field. It's um, in climate management, actually. We start a climate thinking circle in April. Yeah. <laughs> and the thinking circle is our own it's our own format for, for peer learning and for training, for corporates, for sustainability managers, risk managers, uh, risk managers and climate managers. And in this uh, thinking circle, we work together for nine months to get the knowledge in, in how to build a climate management, how to build or in t- how to implement a climate strategy. And uh, I am very excited about this project because I think it has a huge impact and um, peer learning, talking to others, mm-hmm. changing about best practices is always something um, where businesses um, benefit a lot.
0: Totally, and I mean, we can't fight the climate crisis if we're not all working together, so that's a huge step in the right direction how How many companies do you have that are participating in one climate circle? Um, five to eight
1: companies will will be in the circle
0: that's so good, and then they send their sustainability manager or a sustainability
1: um Exactly. Contact person. Yes, in the circle, we work together with the uh, sustainability managers, with climate managers, or with risk managers from the corporates.
0: That sounds really good. I need to keep that in mind for (laughs) the future. Um, But how how do you see yourself developing in the future? Do you you think you're going to stay self-employed? I don't think you can probably go back to being um, employed by a company after you've been self-employed, right? After loving the freedom
1: yes um i definitely see myself um self-employed in the future and also in the field of sustainability and uh, climate management
0: yeah that's enough (laughs) (laughs) and how do you think that the entire field of sustainability consulting is adapting um in the future do you think there will be more players do you think there will be greenwashing what is your take on on uh, this future development I see that
1: um, other con- other consultancies are adapting really fast. Um, so, especially the, the the big ones, so to say, they um, all of them have their sustainability consultancy f- field. And regarding the the topic of greenwashing, what what I see from other sustainability consultancies is only their plan of 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 implementing sustainability for their customers. So I can't really judge what they're doing um, inside their projects. Um, but I see that the topic of greenwashing is becoming, um, yeah, a very a, a problem for companies in terms of reputation. And a lot of companies are afraid to to communicate sustainability activities because they don't want to be judged or wrongly judged by by consumers. What we always say at Sustainable Thinking um, and what we recommend uh, companies is um, just be transparent in your communication about your sustainability activities and just communicate your progress. Just communicate where you are and where you want to go. Yeah. I think that's a very important point because
0: no company that started uh, sustainability efforts a couple of years ago is going to be 100% sustainable now. But if they really show that we're trying and we're eager, but these are our downfalls and we actively try to act on them, I think that makes them more authentic than
1: trying to present something that they're not. Absolutely. And we are uh, in a transition. So we're shifting from one paradigm to the other And um, for companies, this makes it very hard to be 100% sustainable. I'm not even sure if 100% sustainable um, today exists. So it's always better to be, just to be transparent about where you are. And... um, No, I absolutely agree. I have my very last question.
0: And that is, if you have any tips for someone who is starting out a job in
1: sustainability. Yes, sure. My tip is, be creative. Um, don't let anyone say your ideas are unrealistic or utop- utopian. What businesses need are these unrealistic ideas of the future. So um, this is my tip for everyone who starts um, a new job in sustainability. Just be, be creative and, of course, don't be frustrated by people who not yet understand um, your way of thinking. That's a very nice last sentence. Um,
0: Well, then, thank you so much for coming on the show. I wish you and your two friends best of luck with sustainable thinking. Maybe our path cross at some point. Um, And yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. I enjoyed being here. Goodbye. Bye-bye. another episode of the MasterPods season two produced by laura messner rachel gradine and olivier hostang a big thank you to jacob razine for providing us with the funky music today's guest was joanna schoenborn you can find the MasterPods on linkedin and instagram and here comes a huge shout out to kelsey who's been helping us with social media and who's been doing a fantastic job so make sure to check it out and interact with us on our social media platforms